Well, before I dive into today's episode, I am so excited to let you know that the doors are now open for the Boss Course Creator Program. Now, this is one of my signature programs where I am teaching you how to create your very first digital online course. Now, the reason I love online courses is because of the ability to have a leveraged income from them. So when you create a course, no matter what it is on, you have this option to create something once and then sell it over and over again while supporting your students and your clients inside a community. And I love this business model. And the reason is because not only do you get to, you know, share your knowledge and your wisdom and help people out there in the world, but you also have this opportunity to create leveraged income. Now, having been through a lot of experiences where my business has been wiped out, things like COVID, cyclones, uh, intensive care babies, you know, even just mum life in general, I really find it important to have some kind of income stream that you can make money while you're not actually having to work for it. Now, I'm not saying that a digital course business is not hard work, especially when you're starting to get it up and running, but I am saying that it's a product that once you have developed it once, you can sell over and over again. So I am excited to let you know that the doors are now open. It's currently on sale. You can save $500 right now at the moment if you join before the 30th of March. So this month, if you're listening to this in live time, um, you can head to the website bossmotive.com and check it out. It is called the Boss Course Creator and it is all about creating your very first digital product. Okay, so today's episode, I really want to talk to you and it kind of leads in from, you know, creating a digital course and creating a business from working like an employee and how it could be potentially killing your business. Now, this could be kind of triggering in some ways, but I really want to talk about how we go from having an employee mentality. So, you know, how we used to operate when we had a job and what it could be doing to us as a business owner if we don't be aware of how we need to change our mindset and also, you know, the hours we work, etc. So I'm going to dive into this episode right now and we are talking about how thinking like an employee or acting like an employee could potentially be killing your business. Let's get into this episode now. Hey, hey there, you are listening to the Boss Motive Podcast, where I'm sharing all the tools, tips, and mindset tricks to build a successful business whilst living a life you love and avoiding the burnout. Ever wondered what it takes to live in a tropical paradise, run successful businesses, and work from home whilst raising kids? Well, listen up, friends, as I am sharing my story of how I've done this, along with interviews from other incredible entrepreneurs who are also living their best life. My name is Liz Morris, and this is the No BS Podcast, where I'm digging deep into what it actually takes to define your success and live a life you were put on this earth for. Haven't found your motive yet? Come in closer. We may just have the answer. Well, hello and welcome to another episode. I'm so excited that you're here and listening today. Now, today I really want to talk to you about When you have an employee mindset and you're trying to operate as a business owner or a CEO in many cases. 
Now, the reason this I want to talk about this today is because this comes up a lot and it has for me in the past and I see it quite often in the way that we want to operate as a business owner, an entrepreneur, as a CEO, but we still get caught up in operating like an employee. So we can still get caught up in the nine to five operation. You know, the way that we feel like we should be sitting at a desk from nine to five, we should be getting up, taking the kids to daycare or dropping them off at school and then sitting at your desk from nine to five. Now, the hours that we work, this is really drilled into us, even from such a young, young age. So, you know, when you're a kid, you go to school and you do the nine till three or whatever it is, and you're taught to have a morning tea break and a lunch break. And then after school is when you get to have a life. But I can find this can be quite detrimental if you are a business owner and you're trying to operate in your rhythm, I guess is the way that you could probably call it. So most people, well, the majority of people I've spoken to or I've watched or observed over the years, they actually work in different energy blocks. So for me, I work really, really well in the mornings. So if I get all of my work, you know, get up and I smash it all out, even before the kids wake up, I can find I can have a really, really productive day. But then, of course, you can feel guilty that you're not sitting at your desk from nine to five. And that is just something in your mindset that you have to work through. So as an employee, we naturally sit from nine to five because we know we're going to be paid for those hours and we're used to exchanging hours for dollars. But as a business owner, it's really important to identify, and perhaps this is something you'd like to journal out over a couple of weeks, you know, really look at when your bursts of energy are or when your workflow is really strong. So what times of the day do you work best? And, you know, that can even be nighttime for some people, or it could be late afternoon. And it's about chunking out your hours. So working in your zone of, um, you know, progress. So when you're really in that zone and that you work really well. So maybe you only need to work two hours a day because you know between 10 and 12 in the morning is your prime focus and that's when you're going to get your work done. So instead of dragging yourself to your desk and procrastinating and hanging out, looking at Instagram and scrolling your Facebook pages and, you know, tinkering with the colors on your website, what if you made it that every day from 10 to 12 is your most productive hours and therefore you work your hardest so you block out those hours to actually do work like meaningful work so have a think about that about how you use your time efficiently and how you're no longer an employee and therefore being paid nine to five This can make such a difference to your business. So if you worked out that 10 to 12 is your core hours of doing business, the thing is you need to also allow yourself the opportunity to fill in the other hours of your day. Sometimes we can feel like we feel guilty if we're not sitting at our desk. We feel guilty if we're not hustling hard. We feel guilty if we're not, you know, packing orders if you have a business like that. But the truth is, As a business owner, you want to have freedom and flexibility and a lifestyle, but we can get so caught up in not actually having a life because of this guilt. So think about what you can do outside of those hours. 
maybe you only want to um, you know have your kids looked after for those two hours because that's your prime work and then everything else you can do around the children so say for example you want to do some Instagram posting maybe the kids can be at home for that so you no longer have to have them in daycare from nine to five so it's really about identifying when you work your best and how many hours you really are productive in the day if you work two hours every day instead of sitting for nine to five perhaps you might get a lot more done so it's just about that shift from employee mindset to business owner mindset so that's number one all right number two is as an employee you get validation so you know you have a boss telling you if you've done the right thing you often have a a manager telling you if um, you know your work is good now this is something that we can become accustomed to so even as i say this all comes back from our childhood as well so as a kid you know the teachers mark you the teachers give you grades they tell you if you've done the right thing your parents growing up they tell you yes you've done the right thing no you haven't yes you're in trouble no you're not you know you always get that external validation so as humans we look for that external validation but as a business owner and a ceo this is where you have to step into your own power this is about you becoming you know proud of yourself this is about you having to trust your gut and know that sometimes you're going to make mistakes and that's okay and sometimes you're going to get it really hit it out of the ballpark and you know it's going to be excellent but the truth is the validation has to come from you yes that's going to be a sign if you have clients and customers and yes you are going to get people saying that you've done a good job but you need to be really aware of how you're performing and what your standards are and what your measure of success is so if you you know you measure yourself by how many customers you get into your new program is that really a correct validation when you've worked really really hard it's about knowing your own worth and really giving yourself a pat on the back when you're a business owner it is hard to get daily you know daily gratification so daily somebody saying to you yes you've done a great job i'm sure as you get further along in your business journey that happens but um you know as a service provider yes you get feedback quite often but even as a product business owner a lot of the times you're sending out your products and you get no feedback at all you know obviously if somebody doesn't bring you and say their product is damaged or that they hate it you're not going to get a lot of feedback like i've sold thousands of products and you know i've had some really really great testimonials but they don't come in daily so it's up to me as a business owner to give myself a pat on the back and say yeah liz this is great you've done a really good job or yes this is the standard that i expect of myself because at the end of the day nobody is going to pat you on the back like a boss used to you know your old boss in your job or your manager and no one can criticize your work you'll get feedback if you ask for it but if you're a person that does require that validation this is also maybe an opportunity to find a business coach or a business mentor that will help you through this because this is huge going from 
not knowing if you're doing the right thing and really just having to lean into your own trust and understanding your own gut and following your own hunches rather than looking for the validation of other people. So that's a really big one and something to consider. And the last one that I have here for how being like an employee could be killing your business is about managing cash flow. Now, anybody that's listened to me knows I am huge on this because when you go from having a job, being an employee and receiving a regular paycheck, so whether you work nine to five, Monday to Friday, and you get paid once a week or once a fortnight or once a month, as humans, we kind of really get used to that. So we understand that we have to turn up, we do our hours, and then we get paid for it. And even if we're sick, we get paid. If we're on holidays, we still get paid. And shifting from having that regular income and that dependable income to then managing your own finances and sometimes in the beginning, not even being sure of where the next paycheck is coming from. Especially if you have a service business, it can be really hard because you work really, really hard for a client and then you may not get paid till the end of the job. So say, for example, it takes you a month to build a website, then you may not get paid until the end of a month or it could be a couple of months. And then you might have these times in between where you don't have any clients and, you know, it can be an entire roller coaster of cash flow. So my advice there is to start planning really early in your business journey. And that is always to have a buffer. So never, ever leave yourself short. So whatever you think it's going to cost, double it is always my motto. So if you think that, you know, how many months ahead can you plan? So say that you need, you know, a certain amount, look at your income and your expenses. So look at your expenses over the next three months. And I always say three months is a really good standard to to keep as a buffer. So look at your entire expenses for three months and save that money as quickly as you can and then put it aside because you know you never know what is going to pop up and if you are working from that fear and that lack that there's no money you can come across not only desperate which is not a very attractive energy to have when you're trying to find clients but you can also make bad business choices. You can start discounting, you can start, you know, saying yes to too many jobs, which can lead to burnout instead of taking really um, good decisions about your, your cash and about your money and about your income. So I always say the best thing to do is to start with a three month buffer. So as soon as you can get that up, think of your expenses and plan for emergencies too. I mean, Think about things that could go wrong. You know, if your car needs a service or you've got bills coming in, you know, put all that money aside before you really, really dive in. Now, even in the beginning, if it means having a part-time job just to get that, that buffer up, that savings buffer, it is going to save you in the long term because you won't have that pressure hanging over your head and you will no longer be thinking, okay, every week I'm going to get this much money because It's just as a business owner, sometimes all we do is invest the money back in. But if you have that three month buffer where, you know, you've got the savings for emergency, you no longer make business decisions from desperation, you make them calculated. So it's a really, really good idea to really think about your money from 
instead of an employee perspective, thinking that I'm going to get paid next week, I'm going to get paid next month. It's really, really important to consider it that you have a buffer and the money that you're going to make is going to be, you know, for a long time, it can be just invested back into your business. You know, you might need new equipment. You might need to update your website. You might want to do online courses and get a business coach and a mentor. All these decisions can be made if you make the right choices early and you have a buffer of income instead of relying on a weekly wage. So that's a lot. That is really what I wanted to talk about today, about how we need to shift from being an employee to a business owner and a CEO and an entrepreneur that's going to kill it. And I find those three tips are really helpful in that, you know, thinking about the hours you work, what are your you know, core hours that you are really, really productive and only work those hours. And then enjoy the rest of your time, live the lifestyle. You're going to be so much more productive if you work in your core hours and then, you know, enjoy things outside of that, that aren't even business related, you know, instead of consuming your whole life with your business. And the second one was, you know, the boss's validation. You're not going to get validation from a boss anymore or a manager. Yes, it's going to come in from clients and customers, but it can be few and far between. So the validation needs to come from your own benchmark, your own standards and your own thoughts. So, you know, be kind to yourself and set the bar for yourself. What's what's your level that you want to work at and then work to that. And then the third one was the cash flow, making sure that you have a buffer, making sure that, you know, you're managing your money well so that business isn't about being desperate for the next income. It's about knowing that, you know, you can make good business decisions and you can reinvest the money that you make in the early days to make your business brighter and better. All right. I hope this was really, really helpful. If it was, please let me know. I love hearing back from you either via email. I get some beautiful emails from you saying that, you know, things have resonated with you. And I also love to hear any other topics that you would love me to talk about. So as I also said in the intro, the online boss course creator program is now open. So the doors are open. If there is something that you've been dying to do when it comes to creating an online digital course, now this could be an addition to your current business, or it could be a brand new business opportunity. Please go and check it out at www.com bossmotive.com and it is called the boss course creator and it's everything you need to know about starting an online digital course and how to build it on Kajabi and get it up and running and whether it is an addition to your business or creating a brand new business it could just be the next ticket for your success. So please go and check that out. And as always, if you have any feedback for me regarding what you would love to hear or how I could help you in any way, please reach out to me. I hang over at Instagram, but you can also send me an email. I love hearing back from you. All right. I hope this episode was helpful and I look forward to being back in your ear again very soon. Have an amazing day. Well, thank you again for listening to yet another episode of the Boss Motive Podcast. I hope these episodes are really helping you towards building a successful business and a life that you love. 
If you enjoyed this episode, please jump over and leave me a review because that is going to help me get this episodes out to more people. And of course, I love to see you on Instagram. So please tag me at Boss Motive and let me know if these episodes are resonating with you or if there's something that you would love to hear. I look forward to being back in your ear again next week. Thanks again.